The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Hey, welcome, my friend, to this edition of the Online Trading to Win podcast. I'm your host, Barry Burns, owner and founder of Top Dog Trading. And by the way, thank you all for your questions that you've been sending in. I really appreciate that. So a quick reminder that you are welcome to send me any questions you'd like me to address, any topics you'd like covered on this podcast, and just send it to me personally at Barry, that's B-A-R-R-Y, at topdogtrading.com. So I'm creating a little list. And so here is one of them that came in, which is, hey, Barry, what's better, swing trading or day trading? Great question. And the answer is, it depends. <laughs> Don't you love it? Yeah. So there's advantages and disadvantages to both. So really, you have to define, uh, first of all, what they are. So we'll do that. And then we'll talk about the advantages and disadvantages so that you can help determine which is the best one for you, uh, your behavior, your psychology, your account, all that kind of stuff, your time. So let's dive right in. So first of all, when I define day trading, I am defining it very simple as being in and out during open outcry hours. And we're using intraday charts. And that's it. So very simple. We are out before the market closes. And that is the bottom line. So swing trading then is not investing. So investing, I guess I would define investing as being a year or more so that you get the capital gains break there. I don't know. Is that even still available? Who knows? Whatever they're doing with the tax code these days. But anyway, swing trading I define as Generally holding about two to 14 days. Originally, when the term was coined, it meant holding like two or three days, but it's been expanded. So people use the term in different ways. So I, when I swing trade, I use daily and weekly charts. And the reason I personally do that is because I day trade during the day and I swing trade and I place my swing trades after the market closes. I don't want to be doing both at the same time. Just too much mental overwhelm. I want to just focus on my day trading while the markets are open and then do my swing trading after the markets have closed. Place those positions, my stops, my targets, all that kind of stuff. Now, you can do swing trading with longer term charts, such as 60 minute or 30 minute charts as well, if you prefer. But the idea is the holding time. Two days minimum, so you're always holding overnight. And then it can go out for several days, several weeks, or I guess even several months. Alrighty, so let's talk about the advantages and disadvantages of each of those styles now that we've defined them. One of the biggest advantages of day trading is you have no overnight risk. Now that's huge because all kinds of crazy stuff can happen overnight. The markets, you have to understand, really are 24-7. So even if you're in the U.S., for example, and you trade stocks on the New York Stock Exchange, and you think the market closes 
after the open outcry hours, um, well, guess what? There's stuff going on in Asia. There's stuff going on in Europe. There's stuff going on around the world. There's news. There's political events. Uh, there's Trump tweets <laughs> and economic things that happen that people don't become aware of um, until the next day. And so then what you'll find is the market's gapping up or gapping down. And that can be really, really a nightmare for swing traders who have that exposure to the news that can come out overnight. In day trading, you don't have that. So you can rest peacefully at night. And for some people, that is a really, really important thing. So you just have to decide how important that is to you. Now, of course, it's a two-edged sword because... Markets do make a lot of big moves overnight, and you do see a lot of gaps. Now, as long as that gap is in the direction of your trade, well, then as a swing trader, that's fantastic because now you are getting that extra money. You're taking advantage of that move overnight, whereas with day trading, you don't. You miss out on those big moves overnight when they're in your favor. One of these solutions, by the way, I'm going to throw in a few solutions for you as well to the problems, to the disadvantages. So one of the ways to help solve this problem for swing traders to prevent yourself from being, have, or at least having so much exposure to overnight risk is to hedge with options. And I do highly recommend that, but make sure you really, really understand options before you do that. Okay, number two. This has to do more with your own psychology. So it's a very personal thing. What is your attention span? If you have a very scattered brain, and I don't mean that in a negative way, it's just that's how some people are. And there's advantages and disadvantages to that type of mentality as well. But here comes the cornerstone of wisdom throughout all the ages, which is know thyself. Be honest with yourself. Don't judge yourself. Just ask, do I have a good attention span? So, for example, with day trading, you've got to have a good attention span because you've got to be focused, staring at those monitors for hours. And it's almost like playing chess. You know, there's a reason that chess isn't real popular. It's because most people don't have the attention span to sit there and play a slow game like that for three, four hours. And day trading is kind of like that. And so if you don't have that type of attention span, day trading is probably not for you. And that's that's fine. Good to know. With swing trading, you don't need that attention span because, again, if you're using daily and weekly charts especially, you place your orders, put them into the market, they get filled or they don't get filled, and you don't have to be watching the market all day. And so really, just come home. Maybe if you work during the day and you come home, you check your position, spend maybe 30 minutes, 45, an hour, whatever. And that's it. But there's no urgency in getting those, you know, positions in and so forth. We're missing a trade. Now, there is a solution on the day trading side. And the day trading side is if you don't have a real good attention span, then many software programs offer automated alerts. So depending on the software that you have, you can usually set up some sort of parameters where when those parameters for your trade setup are met, then it'll either pop up a window, could even send you an email, set up a little audio alert or whatever. And that way you don't have to be sitting there and staring at the screens for six and a half hours every day, which is great because I don't personally like to sit and stare at screens for six and a half hours. I don't know about you. I, I used to do it. 
When I first started day trading, I traded for 13 hours a day because I traded different countries and different continents and so forth. Um, yeah, I just don't feel like doing that anymore. In fact, you know, here's another thing. A lot of day traders, professional day traders, we don't trade six and a half hours every day. I know a lot of uh, day traders who only trade for maybe 30 to 60 minutes a day, but they're still day traders. So that is another option for you. A lot of them will trade just the open, like the first hour, and then they're done for the day or maybe just the morning until lunch. And heck, I know a couple people who just trade pre-market and then they're done. So that's another possible solution. Alrighty. Now another um, aspect, the third aspect is financial. So if you are a day trader and you are trading stocks, then you need to ask your broker about the pattern day trading rule. It may be required, depending on the countries. Again, I don't like to go into details on all this because we have people uh, who are listening to this podcast from over a hundred countries around the world, uh, which is cool. But regulations vary from country to country. So ask your broker about what size account is required for pattern day trading. Here in the U.S., I believe it's still $25,000 if you're going to trade stocks. Now, Again, a lot of people don't have an account that big. So is there a solution? Yep. Hey, there's always a solution. So one of the solutions is you could trade futures or you could trade spot Forex instead of stocks. And they have margin built into them. And therefore, you don't have to have as large a trading account. And that um, allows you to trade with less money. And now the other side of it, though, with swing trading, as far as account size goes, is that your risk per trade may be larger because the way that you want to manage your risk is on the range of the swings. So at least the way that I do it, now this will vary from trading method to trading method. So based on your trading method, look at how much you would have to risk on the swings of highs and lows, depending on where you place your entry and where you put your protective stop. And make sure that fits within your money management rules. By the way, you do have strict clear mathematical money management rule rules, right? So mine is that I will not risk more than 2% on any one trade, 2% of my trading account on any one trade. And for me, that means from the place of entry to the place I put my protective stop. Now, if I'm trading a one minute bar or one minute bars, then the range of those bars is pretty small. On a daily chart, it's much wider. And therefore, the amount risked potentially on a longer term chart like that would be more, therefore requiring a bigger trading account. All right. Now let's talk about, uh, what are we on? Number four here, I think, uh, the stress levels. Very important. I'm sure you don't have any stress in your life, but just in case you do, and just in case you don't want to add to your stress levels, then you're going to want to be taking this very seriously. Day trading could be more stressful for you because you have to be really attentive, as we talked about, attention span. And these trade setups will come and go very quickly because the bars don't take very long to set up. And then another bar, and then another bar, and another bar. So if you're trading real short-term bars like a minute bar or a two-minute bar or even a three-minute bar, you don't have a lot of time to analyze the trade and then... Take that trade, execute it. And that could be very stressful, very stressful. On the other side of it, though, is that it's less stressful overnight. Because overnight, you're flat. 
you're out of all your positions, and therefore you can sleep at night. So it's a matter of what time of the day you want more stress, I guess. So with swing trading, less stressful during the day because you don't be sitting there watching every single bar form. But overnight, that's when you make it all stressed out. Some people, they've got open positions overnight and they just can't sleep or they get up. I've been talk to people who get up during the night and pull up charts because they can't get to sleep and they look at the chart again one last time. It's like, man, if that's your deal, if you're doing that, mm, swing trading is probably not for you. Or as I mentioned before, you should probably go ahead and start learning how to hedge with options so you can sleep at night. Okay, now the fifth one is technology. Now, technology is... Well, it's about, of course, the various things that we need with regard to computers, internet connection, software, execution platform, and there's expenses that go with that. You need better technology for day trading than you do for swing trading. Because day trading is so fast, and it's a, basically a first in, first out type of um, order system, you want to get in as soon as possible. You don't want to get in late into the queue. You want to get it early into the queue and that alone can make a huge difference. You don't want to get killed by spreads and slippage and all this kind of stuff. So you've got to have a great software program that gives you the features that you need. You cannot skimp on this. You got to have a fast execution platform. You want those orders. For example, uh, your orders should be held on the exchange. Your order should not be held on your computer. They should not be held on your broker server. You want them held at the exchange. That will get you earlier into the queue. You need to ask your broker, where are my orders held? My entry orders, my protective stop orders, where are those residing? Your software is very important as well. Your internet connection, obviously, hugely important. You want the fastest internet connection, most reliable and most stable that you can get. And then because you need great software, you're going to have to have a more powerful computer as well. And all that's going to cost money. So it's more expensive if your uh, costs for doing business are more expensive. Swing trading kind of depends on how sophisticated your swing trading system is. But I keep things pretty simple. And frankly, uh, most of the stuff that I use for swing trading could be done with free charts on the internet free data feeds. Oh, by the way, that's another expense, a data feed. You're going to want an excellent data feed for your day trading. A lot of people never even think about that. That's super important. With swing trading, not, not as much, not as much. So the cost of trading can be definitely much, much lower. Now, what else do we have here? What about your lifestyle? All right. I think we're on point number six now. So lifestyle takes a, um, a step forward here and says, Hey, what kind of lifestyle do you want to have? Do you have a job? Do you have a day job? If you have a day job, it can be real hard to do day trading because markets are moving while you're working. So swing trading might be better for you because you can do that whenever it fits into your schedule. You can come home from work, look at the markets. You're just looking at a daily bar. So bars close, look at, okay, where would I want to? Enter tomorrow, maybe do some scans and so forth and say, okay, cool, place your order. Next day, it either gets filled or it doesn't get filled. No worries. Now, are there ways, if you want to be a day trader, are there ways that you can still be a day trader if you have a day job? And the answer is yes. One of the best ways, I would say, is to consider spot forex. 
because Spot Forex is available to you 24 hours a day. So if you live in well, whatever country you live in, and you are working, say, working normal hours when the sun is shining there, so your country's market may not be available to you because you're working then. But another country's market, or currency in this case, could be. So, for example, I live in the United States, and if I had a job, which I don't, but if I did, then I could still trade the euro or I could trade the yen. In fact, uh, the yen, Aussie dollar, is a pair that I particularly like. And, um, you know, I find good moves in that uh, when it's not normal New York or Chicago market hours. And so people have a job. You can trade these other markets and other times of the um, the world. And the basic rule of thumb there is trade those currencies when the sun is shining on that part of the world, on that country. And you can also uh, maybe trade before work. So depends on where you live. So I live in California. And if I wanted to trade even Chicago or especially New York, um, if I had a job that started at nine, well, I could still get in, um, you know, a couple of hours of trading before I had to be to work and or even do pre-market trading. So that's another solution. Okay. And the final comparison is the money, honey. How much money can you make? So this is a little bit of a tricky one, but let's just um, dive into it and uh, tell you exactly how it works. So number one, day trading, you can potentially compound your money faster. So this is why I say it's tricky is because I want to be real careful here. We're going to assume, and that's a big assumption, that you're going to be profitable with either one. And of course, the truth is, as you probably already know, most people lose money trading. So let's say that right up front. But obviously, we're here to make money. So assuming you make money, it's possible to make more money with day trading faster. Why? Because you are taking that same money in your account and trading it over and over and over every single day, or even frankly, multiple times every day. So you get that compounding effect as opposed to just taking a certain amount of your money, trading it once, and then that trade takes two weeks to develop. So that is one of the big advantages of day trading potentially. Now, there's two downsides to that. Number one, you're racking up more commission costs because every trade costs commission. And of course, if our assumption doesn't work out and you don't become a successful day trader, which most people do not, you also lose money faster. So two-edged sword, and that's a pretty sharp sword. Now, with the swing trading, you potentially will make less money in the same amount of time. One way to help offset that is to trade options. So again, um, double-edged sword there, because options are leveraged which is exactly why they can allow you to make more money faster than just swing trading stocks. But that leverage also allows you to lose money faster. So pretty much any solution where you're going to have the potential to make money faster, you're also going to have the potential to lose money faster. Isn't that great? Don't you just love that? So we're always looking to get what's called asymmetrical or asymmetrical. There we go. Um, risk reward. We're always looking for that. And there's ways to do that. And uh, well, that's a topic for another podcast. So hope you enjoyed this. By the way, uh, if you want to go to the website, 
onlinetradingtowin.com, then you will see a list of everything that I just went through here in writing, and you can copy that or just print it out if you'd like to have a printed list. Also, I am giving away one of my courses right now, and it's absolutely free for you as a podcast listener. It is the 10 rules that are the ones that really I see people making money. These are the 10 rules that they follow, as well as the people who are not making money. These are the top 10 rules I find that they're breaking. So we call it the top dog trading top 10 rules for success. I'm going to give you that course absolutely free. And it's an actual course. There's a PDF manual and there's three videos. Go ahead and get it at online trading to win.com forward slash 10 rules. Oh, by the way, 10 is spelled out T E N the word 10, not the numeral 10, not one zero. So online trading to win.com forward slash 10 rules. Go there and get it now while it's still free. And if you got value from this episode, then please, hey, pay it forward by doing two simple things. Number one, subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And number two, while you're there, leave a quick review and a rating. It only takes about 30 seconds. And they tell me it brings a 100 years of good trading luck. I'm not sure that's actually true, but I think it's still a good thing to do. And uh, it's good karma to pay good things forward. So if you feel like this is a good thing, please share it with others by leaving a rating and review. Both those actions help to move us up in the ratings a little bit so more people can find us. And guess what? That encourages me to create more of these podcasts for you. So help me help you. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss even above the amount invested is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.